On tonight's episode, we look at Michael Bay's version of Jason Voorhees. I talk about 2009's Friday the 13th. Hello and welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all forms of media, analyzes it, and dissects it. Rather be movies, television, music, and sometimes, if we feel fancy, literature. And we are finally ending our look at the Friday the 13th franchise by talking about 2009's American slasher film, Friday the 13th, directed by Marcus Nipsel, released through Michael Bay's production company, Platinum Dunes, starring Jared Padalecki, Daniel Panabaker, Aaron Yu, Amanda Rigetti, Travis Van Winkle, and starring as Jason this time, Derek Mears. Basically, Padalecki is trying to search for his missing sister, played by Rigetti, who was captured by Jason Voorhees while camping in Woodland at Crystal Lake. Some other teenagers get involved, and we see how Jason is able to move fastly and be able to survive off the land while also basically butchering everyone. The first time I saw this movie was right before I left for college. I had purchased this movie. I purchased the killer cut, which was supposed to be having these deleted scenes and everything that were unreaded. And, you know, back then, in 2009, 2008, 7, everything that was unreaded was supposed to be the next big deal or whatever. Uh, it's, it's honestly, now that I'm in my 20s and not some stupid little 18-year-old who thinks he knows the world, it's it's not. I can, I, I, I will testify in court to that. But anyway, um... I saw this movie, I liked it at the time, when I went back and rewatched it, uh, it's really, really showing, like, how stupid these teenagers are. Like, one's all about, like, there's one Asian character, I think his name was Aaron Yo. he's all about getting um, high and, and everything and whatnot. There was one um, African-American character... <sighs> He was, like, trying to make people feel bad about them being, like, putting racial stereotypes against them. For, like, for example, there's one scene where the the douchey boyfriend in this movie, there is a douchey boyfriend. He's played by Trent, played by Travis Van Winkle. And basically, he's like, hey, do you mind filling up my car? And he's like, oh, why? Because I'm the black person and you're going to make it about slavery? I'm hyper... I'm... I'm paraphrasing, but basically that was the point. And then later on, he's with this girl, and he's talking about how he's into music, and she's like, oh, do you, do you sing rap? He goes, why do you always think it's always the black guy that's always into rap? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. What are you into, rap? Why? Why? Freaking why? It's it's like with the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. This the, Both movies are made by the same company. Michael Bay is producing it. I just don't understand. Like, in the 2009s, maybe from, from 2008 to maybe 2013-14, teenagers were dumb. I don't understand it. I really don't. I think it's probably really weird that we're, like, bad-mouthing the teenagers and whatnot. Like, it's so weird and so stupid. Like, I understand that these characters are going to end up getting killed later and we're not really supposed to care. But, like, some of these characters we really do care about that end up getting killed. Um, like, spoiler, Daniel Panabaker um, 
I loved her on The Flash. I thought she was great as Caitlin Snow. She plays Jenna, who eventually becomes a love interest and does help Jared Padalecki find his sister. And she has, like, the most heartbreaking death scene. Like, it hurt. Like, I actually cared about this character getting killed while watching a Friday the 13th movie. I didn't understand it. Of course, Jared, like I keep saying, Jared Padalecki is in this movie. Most people know him as Sam from, um... Supernatural. Oh, I can do my Dean better. Come on, Sam. Yeah, that's better. But, you know, he's done other things. He was in this, and he was in that Paris Hilton remake of House of Wax. Um, but he, he's doing okay. He's got that Supernatural money, so he's fine. And now he's the new Walker, so, you know, he's doing okay. In this movie, he's alright. But I'm, like, really expecting Dean to pop out of nowhere and then fight Jason. Ooh, that would actually have been a really good episode. <laughs> I'm kind of a Supernatural fan. Anyway, like, I'm just waiting for that to happen, honestly. Um, the line writing in this movie is really off the wall and I think a little miso misogynistic. Like, <laughs> there's this couple having sex... Basically, because Trent and Daniel Panabaker's characters are dating, and she goes off to try to help Jared Paladecki find his sister. So, you know, he's with this other girl. She's whatever. And they decide to go have sex, and they're showing us this whole entire sex scene. Don't know why. And he keeps talking about her boobs the entire time while they're having sex. He's like, oh, your tits are stupendous. Oh, it's just like, what? You're trying to find logic in a horror movie. Why are you doing that, John? But, you know, it's really dumb line writing and everything else that is happening in this that doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. Um, before we end this, we got to talk about Jason. Jason is played by Derek Mears in this. Um, the last Jason that we got to talk about was, of course, Kane Hodder. Um, I know this is technically not, I know with Freddy and Friday the 13th, I skipped Freddy versus Jason, which I'm going to be doing tomorrow night. And I know this is technically the 12th installment in the series, but you know what? Screw it. We skipped it so we could talk about this. So he's not our last Jason, but he is on record the last to play this character in a feature like movie. He's Okay. I know Platinum Dunes used this guy for a lot of other roles and everything. Like, he was in The Hills Have Eyes too. He was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, I believe. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he wasn't. He was on in Pirates of the Caribbean, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. He was in Hatchet 3. Like, he's done a lot of horror things, and he's a stuntman. And, you know, good for him. Like... Like, it, it's kind of cool like that. I just automatically thought he was also in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I know he's not now. But but he was cool. It was really interesting to see Jason run. Like, Jason ran like a freaking half-marathon runner in this movie. Like, when he goes to kill the black guy in this movie, he literally... The black guy's running off, and Jason, like, runs out of the shed, grabs an axe, throws it. And then even at the very beginning, oh, let me talk about the beginning. So we have a prologue that's divided into two parts in this movie before we ever get the title credits. 
We, of course, have the recapturing of why Jason does it. He saw his mom decapitated. It's not Betsy Palmer. I don't know who the hell this woman is, but she did okay. And then, basically, we have Jerry Paladaki's sister, her boyfriend, two other guys, and this weird little stoner kid. And they're basically up in the woods trying to find this pot farm that's hidden off public, which I'm guessing it's Jason's. I don't know. It's really freaking stupid that they even introduced this point. But he's literally, like, before it cuts to the uh, title card, um, he kills he kills everyone, and then he starts running towards his sister, and you think she's going to die, because you see we see him with that wind-up arm, with that machete, and then title card. Of course, that doesn't happen, but still, it's it's kind of cool. But, you know, we see Jason going from little boy Jason and his makeup to baghead Jason. And then we eventually see him getting his hockey mask later on. I mean, the dude looks impressive. It looks really cool. Honestly, if this is a new version of Jason, I'm okay with it. But, honestly... It's not something I'm, like, crazy, crazy about, you know? Like, I have no really desire to see Derek Mears. I, I wouldn't go out of my way to cast him again. I would love to see Kane Hodder, because Kane Hodder is always going to be my favorite. Just like, um, this is a controversial, but Mark Hamill is my favorite Joker. But Derek Mears is probably a close second compared to everyone else, and he's really good at playing Jason. All in all... I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm actually going to recommend this movie. It is really stupid. It is really bad line writing and everything. But I have seen three of the bottom of the barrel Jason movies back to back to back. Three nights in a row before this. Honestly, this was like the cherry on top that I needed to end this. Because at least it was semi-decent. It's got a cool looking Jason. The acting is really stupid. And it's with stupid teenagers from the Ox. Jared Paladaki's in it. He's fine. And Daniel Panabaker is great too. But honestly, everything else about this movie is just meh. Like, you could... Like, I almost had to pause it halfway through, go to the bathroom. And I forgot where I paused. And I was like, wait, what happened before I paused? I literally had to rewind it like five minutes back just to actually understand what happened. So, yeah, this movie's just meh. But that is going to be my review of Friday the 13th from 2009. As always, if you want to get in contact with us, please send us an email at flixologypodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at flixologypodcast. And as always, please like, please subscribe, please write a review, and please spread the show word of mouth. That's how we get it out there, gang. Now join me tomorrow as we are going to end our 31 days of horror with the final slash Freddy Krueger versus Jason Voorhees, and we're going to also watch Freddy versus Jason. I'm excited for this. I'm happy I'm finally off the Friday the 13th train. Not completely, but almost. And I'm kind of happy Freddy's involved in this, because honestly, Freddy versus Jason is Robert England's last time ever playing Freddy. At least I'm going out with some good Freddy acting. I think. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. So join me tomorrow as I talk about Freddy vs. Jason as part of our 31 Days of Horror and our Halloween episode. And as always, this is the Flixology Podcast. I'm your host, John. Take it easy.